magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, bringing greetings from St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Fredericton, along with David Berry at the organ, singer Kathy Berry, reader Cindy Howie, and operator Stephen McKay, hoping to brighten your day with some music and encouraging words. It's all about the Holy Spirit today. Uh, well, not quite, because there are some significant things about this weekend. Let me explain, and then a little later, we'll have some singing and a Bible reading. First, Monday is Victoria Day. In my school days, Victoria Day was always on the 24th of May, even if it occurred in midweek, a school holiday. And on the afternoon of the 23rd, the Reverend Mr. Swan, a retired minister born in England, came and spoke to our class. What was the title of his talk? Strange how I remember after all these many, many years. It was likely during World War II, and his title was On Being a Real Britisher. You see, we were British subjects, as the language of the day put it, and Reverend Swan was there to make sure we never forgot. Now, Monday is another special day for the people of Quebec. It's National Patriots Day to honor the rebellion against the British in 1837. But if you want still more excitement, these days from the 24th of April, extending into May, are known as Rogation Days. Now, in my younger days, I thought Rogation was an outfielder for the New York Yankees, but no, something much more serious and sacred about Rogation Day. Rogation, the word, comes from the Latin verb meaning to ask, to ask protection from the calamities of life, a solemn supplication to escape the wrath of God. Rogation days were or are days of prayer and fasting. Prayer, certainly appropriate for these troubled times. Fasting, well, in uh, these stay-at-home days, slightly problematic, but days of prayer and fasting. But in this time of battling an enemy like COVID-19, the now dreaded coronavirus, we are all in a way united as one, praying for a happy outcome in the form of an efficient vaccine. And might I add, perhaps a spiritual vaccine that will eliminate racism and hatred and narrow-mindedness. Now, just before I say a word about the Holy Spirit, we will listen to music and the spoken word. What better 
word to have sung today during these troubled times than it is well with my soul. from John chapter 14, verses 15 to 21. Jesus promises the Holy Spirit, If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. 
the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. The word of the Lord. The Holy Spirit, part of what is known as the Trinity, Father or Mother, Son and Holy Spirit. First, God, the Father of us all. The good book tells us no one has seen God, only what God has done or where God has been. Or most important, God was made known in Jesus Christ. Check John 1.18 or 1 John 4.12 if you're keeping score. And since this isn't a, a doctoral thesis, I'll leave it there. Now to move on to the Son, Jesus Christ, known as God's Son, because John, making good use of metaphor, could think of no better explanation than that of a loving father and his son to describe Jesus' relationship with God and vice versa. For the full story, read the Gospels. But third, the Holy Spirit almost defies explanation. We could say the still, small voice, but what if it's the wrong voice? I remember when my younger brother was about five, mother discovered that the dime he was given for Sunday school collection was being spent on candy. Now when he was asked to explain, he replied with the shortest explanation ever given as to the problem of good and evil. He said, I guess the devil spoke to me louder than Jesus. You see, you can't trust every voice. The Holy Spirit has been called the advocate through all of the difficulties of life, the one who pleads our case and brings us the love of God. There was a rookie one time at baseball spring training, and so he had a, a turn at bat. Well, the first was a fastball that he couldn't even see. Strike one, the umpire said. Then another, strike two, and he walked toward the dugout. The pitcher was supposed to have been Bob Feller, the great Cleveland Indian pitcher. 
I saw Bob Feller one time in Detroit. He certainly was a fastball pitcher. I remember the first time that he pitched. I saw him do the wind-up, and then there was the plop of the ball in the catcher's mitt. Faster than this boy from Petakodiak had ever seen. Anyway, after the strike two at that spring training game, the player, the rookie, walked toward the dugout. Hey, the coach yelled, that's only two strikes. I know, replied the discouraged rookie, I've seen enough. Have you ever felt that way? Impossible odds, helpless, hopeless, and you might be tempted to say, I've seen enough, but good news. And again, I go to the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, story after story of a mysterious spirit who became known as the Holy Spirit, who came alongside to help. That's what it means. I sum it up really in three simple words. God is love, the ideal antidote for racism, prejudice, hatred, for these troubled times in which we live. The Holy Spirit, the comfort in your griefs and failures and defeat. God is love. And so in the wise words, of Theodore Parker Ferris, I lead you now in this prayer. Fill us, O Christ, with your spirit. Give us the power to do the things we want to do, but in our strength alone we are not able to do. Take the raw material of our lives and refine it. Cool our tempers, soften our speech, Enlarge our understanding, deepen our love, and when the test comes, we will trust in you and not in ourselves, knowing that by your Spirit we will be able to do all things. Now I ask you to join me in the prayer that Jesus taught. And as I say the words, let your mind wander to all that concerns you, worries you, or perhaps what brings you joy and thanksgiving. There is room for all of these in our thoughts and our prayers as I lead you in these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And so in closing, 
God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and upon those you love. Goodbye until next time. Take courage and don't forget to pray.